1: Guys, I have a question for you. Ask uh-huh. a question. When you're walking down the street and you like see maybe some discarded, well, let's be honest, it's discarded food, right? But it's not in an open container. It, it's apparently in its packaging. Mm-hmm. How tempted have you been to just sort of <laughs> just fucking dive in and just like grab that, grab that oh, bad boy off the street? I've been tempted. It, I, I mean, a I wouldn't. I guess you mean not
2: just in its packaging, but like closed, pa- like if if I saw fast food, if I saw a perfectly good whole portion of medium fries in mm-hmm. a bag on the street, I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot barge pole. But okay, uh, yeah, like closed stuff. I think I have done when I was perhaps a bit more reckless and and younger. Um, I'm pretty sure I once picked up a Starburst that was wrapped. It was just on a wall. Ooh, <laughs> it was like ooh. a red one. I was like, I'm not, I'm not missing like a, trap. a red one. <laughs> It does sound like. I mean, yeah, that's like exactly what you're taught at school not to do. Um,
0: but it is sweets, so how can? But you it say is it? sweets. So, yeah. They, they, yeah, if it was a to tell broccoli, you that it is sweet, I wouldn't have taken it. Um, <laughs>
1: Don't get into the unmarked van unless it's a red starburst, and then you know what? All bets are off. Yeah, fuck it. Right. It's
0: worth it. Head first. I only little
2: boy. I've got puppies in here, and I've got ice cream. Mm, not, not interested. interested. But, interested. but look at these. Single. This is sweets.
1: This is, you have the sweets.
2: <laughs> well, now, now
1: I'm now game. you should have said you should have said single that. starburst. Count me in. Wrappers on one, <laughs> one grubby starburst. One and Peter starburst. Austin died in childhood because he couldn't resist. Uh, I only asked because I was walking down the street uh, today, actually, Ooh. and I saw something glittering up ahead, and it looked. I was like, "Is that money?" And then I got closer and I asked myself, is that, a, is that a quality street blowing in the wind? And it was. It was like a purple, you know, the purple one. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, I really thought about it. I really, I was so tempted, but I didn't do it because I am nearly 30. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> very, very it, nearly
1: 30. It did occur to me that maybe, maybe there were, I mean, there have been, like, I've I've picked up a, a whole pack of cigarettes off the floor that have oh, been what? run over and squished by a car. Oh <laughs>
2: no. That's pretty
1: desperate. Yeah, sorry to and say. You know what? That was uh, six years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. Squashed I remember them. by That's... a car. <laughs> I remember trying to smoke them. Oh, <laughs> and they're God. all snapped and rubbish. they just floppy. They just don't let air through. But they were free. So, you oh. know. Dear right.
0: me What about you Mikey Have you ever gone for some floor, Some floor foraging Not recently I'm, I'm quite I think with food For some reason I'm quite a, an anxious eat, eater In the sense that Like if anything's even Like a little bit off I'm not going near that thing Yeah but I'm saying like that, that I think I would have been tempted By the purple Quality street Because I, I, I don't know why But I trust the quality street wrappers They're quite yeah. sturdy And like Yeah I think nothing's Their Getting quality. in
2: that Mikey once brought a cat home That had been squashed By a car on the street <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Hey we I'm we fact- want a cat I'll
0: have yeah, that one here we go. I did once find a full box of cigarettes non runover as a small child, wow. which was great fun. Wow um, did you enjoy them? <laughs> I instantly handed over them over to my uh friend the <laughs> <laughs> there's there's drugs on the floor have would been <laughs> drugging. <laughs> <laughs> the naughty death sticks and I gave it to my friend's mum And she was Over the moon like, <laughs> no, I bet <laughs> My I friend smell. just looked at me And shook his head like Oh
2: Mikey The one consolation Ben f- From the fact oh. that You know you were A big boy And didn't pick up The quality street Blowing in the wind Is that it mm. did give you The poetic phrase Quality street Blowing in the wind <laughs> Yeah, um, sounds phrase. quite profound I think I don't know what it means yeah. But there's something there
1: Only a real I'd... poet Could come up with that
0: my mind would be racing in that moment. I'd think, right, wow, who's who's hiding in a bush with a camera waiting to, to record me? <laughs> is it attached to a fishing rod? Am <laughs> yeah, I in exactly. a prank show? Is <laughs> Barney from Prank Patrol going to hop out with his ninjas? <laughs> yeah, that would be my first thought. Maybe I've, wait until so, he get a safe distance and then grab it.
2: Absolutely. But, you know, you, I mean, the real benefit there is meeting Barney and the ninjas. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. I've. um. I've definitely said before, probably twice on the podcast about the time I ate the gingerbread man from a Halfords car park.
1: Yes, I remember. (laughs) I remember being really proud of you and also a little bit jealous.
2: Yeah, Yeah. because I was really, really, really drunk. Well, I was almost post-drunk because I'd been being sick since 11 p.m. And it was like 3 a.m. at someone else's 21st. And there it was. And he was like... Mm. I want you to eat when you get in I said I'm not going to eat and he says well you're going to eat this gingerbread man we've just found then oh I thought
1: that you were saying the gingerbread man said that yes I want you to, I want you to eat I want you to eat me
0: <laughs> yeah uh, wow
1: well I suppose we should uh, you know do that do that thing yeah I suppose so let's do it Hello, everybody, and welcome to Poddy. It's the official, official. Video podcast. podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Of the burps. Oh. <laughs> of the three. It's because you had. just ate that quality street, isn't <laughs> just, it? <laughs> you not know I lied. I did eat the quality street. <laughs> oh, the and I the am law. well. For we it obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a a thing thing along to to talk talk about About. i'm ben i'm peter and i'm michael hi guys how are we doing generally all three
2: of us i know from having spoken to both of you and worked with one of you all day all three of us are very tired and feeling (laughs) a bit out of whack um so it's going to be a top class episode
1: I think so I think the energy Is going to be here
0: Mm. Maybe like The delirium will kick in And that's when The real magic happens Yeah Mm. I'm a a big proponent proponent, At least personally Like all my best shit Happens when I'm Sleep deprived Mm -hmm. Like every video It's merch ad Every bit of like (laughs) Every stream asset it's been me at like four in the morning when I'm just 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 literally throwing stuff on a canvas and going, Yeah, that's great. I love that. And <laughs> that's when it gets unhinged and great. Mm. Yeah. It's when all the best video stuff was edited by Michael.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I got it myself locked in the office and <laughs> stayed overnight. Just went absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, uh, you know what? You could help us all with our sleep deprivation. This is a bad segue, but I'm just gonna kind of lean into it. Yeah. Um by Uh, donating to the war effort and allowing us to uh, buy coffee and things like that, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations with an S on the end. If you donate £3 or more, you'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast, and we'd be really, really appreciative of it. Uh, We have the first pumpy platoon up now courtesy of Michael Johnson. Yeah, darn tootin'. And
0: we start with Booby Booba, Booby Baby, Babble Baby. Thank you very much. I think I nailed that one. Sir Captain Tom Birdseye, Tommy the Hank Engine, Peter Hassle in the Castle, <laughs> Donac 07, Pet Shop Man, Can't Shack It, uh, The Generous, Feed Me can't Feed Me Kanye. Sorry, Jesus. Oh. Feed Me Cake. Feed, feed Me Kanye. Feed me Kanye. And they say, My partner runs an online survivor game via Discord known as OGS or Online Reality Games, where she runs a MIDI challenge where players have to guess the song. It was inspired by podiots and the contestants find it hilarious, mostly. Cheers, <sighs> boys. Oh, that's a good one. That's lovely. That. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. That sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm.
1: Good job. Good job. I hope you told them about podiots as well please Yeah, tell, tell your, your friends. friends
0: go on that's the rule Bartek B. Wellington uh, LB and Mikey Street Fight <laughs> Raindrop Joy and David's Cooking My Son <laughs> brilliant mm-hmm. thanks okay
2: cool. uh, it's time for the tiny troop whatever it was. I don't know uh, that's it that's <laughs> what it
1: says on my document
2: yeah tiny troop uh, we've got Steven Skodes Freddie Webber is meat face Pro trainer, Don Key Dick. Okay, Don, Don Key Dick. <laughs> Vidyots is not a cult, honest. Uh, Mr. Black, Booper M'Piss Healthcare. <laughs> What's that one? Do you what? guys see what that is? Booper. Well,
1: we talked about Booper. We last did time. talk
2: about Booper Healthcare. What's the M'Piss?
1: <laughs> Mpiss. Booper boop,
2: Is it like Bompis? Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's... <laughs> in, in any case, thank you. Uh,
1: Please explain.
2: Yeah, in the, your next donation. Uh, the very, very generous Stoke Off Trent, who says, This is my way of saying thanks for helping me survive the worst job of my life, quitting soon to become a teacher. Excellent, nice Been here a long time, but keep changing my name. I was once Mel Gibbon. You're the only ones <laughs> who will read this name out loud on Twitch.
1: Stroke off, Trent is what oh, it says. Oh, it's
2: stroke off, oh. Trent. Oh, well, there you, go. there you go. We almost weren't the only people to read it out loud. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Whoops. Thank, Thank you very you much
2: indeed. Stroke off, Trent. Sorry to hear your job's been Thank bad, you. but glad you're moving on. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Uh, thing her but whole. Uh, thanks Brexit and calls are fifty-five quid a gram. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> e <Eee>, are <laughs> <how> we? <laughs>
2: it's the cost of living crisis have you seen the price oh, of no. coals lately R- really going
1: up too expensive uh, now it's time for the fast crew big thank you to the very generous Magnus did nothing wrong who said been here from the start of idiots, but first time first time dono. lots of love from down under how are you oh. staying on down there how are you like clicking on
0: <laughs> Matt, that, everything's upside down it? Is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: thank you though thank you very much uh, chegvin Chegnerson, mr blobby becomes a bailiff i would watch that episode <laughs> that sounds incredible
2: <laughs> that does sound really good just banging on your door
1: <laughs> mr blobby affects politics at a local level i'd love that uh, hawkman 105 squishy and useless ben please marry me no I, I get. i don't know who you are mr macker wrath you bastard just keep swimming Ash Linear Daddy Sean Combs I think it's going to be like Puff Daddy Linear Daddy li- Linear Daddy uh, Sean Combs <laughs> daddy. And I think it's Coombs isn't it? I guess it so Puff daddy I'm not sure Sean what Puff Daddy's, Daddy's name is Anyway we've ended up with Linear Daddy Sean Combs <laughs> Which I do like a lot <laughs> And Schindler's Lisp uh, Thank you so much oh, no. That is your pod squad uh, for this week now remember streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast i'm just checking the calendar quickly because this episode's due to come out on the 12th right mm. 12th yes mm, we're gonna record uh, another one so not next one but the one after <gasps> there's a very good chance that we might all be together to celebrate a certain milestone. Mm-hmm. We will be recording a Podiat's in the flesh. We will announce it on social media, but if you wanted to mark such an occasion by being featured on Pod Squad, pay attention to our social media. Damn right. That is all I'll say. Michael Johnson, are you the question boy this
0: week? I am indeed question master for today. Could I could I tickle your fancy with a question, sirs?
2: No, so you can please. tickle my fancy however you like, Mikey. <laughs>
0: oui, oui. <laughs> we start with a question from Always an Adventure Podcast at AAA underscore Alex Sam on the Twitters. And they say, or they ask, given that energy costs are soaring, what revolutionary, self-sustaining power generation method would you come up with? Ooh. so this is this is relatable this is for the people this is a benefit of the nation we're, we're here today to solve a crisis mm-hmm. um how the hell do we do this i i i, I had the, the the brainwave i'm going to call it a brainwave because it is fucking genius mm, yeah. um candles right problem yes. with them is you know the 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 wax has nowhere to go so i i propose You make a a little candle at the bottom of the stand. It's got little holes in it for the wax to drip through. And you've got an extra long wick that carries on down the tube. And so as you burn the candle, the wax melts and goes down and essentially forms a new candle. And it repeats (laughs) time and time again. And therefore, just for the prices of a wick, you've got unlimited candle.
2: Yeah, that's how it works, I think Yeah, that's that's exactly
0: how it works Are you going to tell him or am I, Peter? that's exactly how it
1: works Yeah, Yeah. no, I don't dispute that Um, You might want to literally Google that word for word And see if such a thing already exists
0: Wait, 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 that's a lot of words, how do I Google this? Endless candle
1: Just like a reversible I'm fairly certain that you can get those They don't last forever, obviously (laughs) But wait, what you, you ca- what?
0: That already exists. What the fuck? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, why aren't we using them then? This is ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The answer's been on the shelves. The world for years. needs to hear
1: about these. Where? Why is no one talking about this?
0: Look at the picture. It works perfectly. Look, it's it's a yeah. whole new candle. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly the same amount of
0: wax. You, you get like on fifty. You get like fifty of those bad boys. Stick it around Your, your water tank. Bam, you sorted. Just for the price of like a new bic lighter every week, you sorted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I think it's a great idea, Michael, and more people need to hear about this candle. Damn right. Mm-hmm.
2: I like that you came up with that as an invention all by yourself, thinking it was like <laughs> genius which it is, this is, but is it already amazing.
1: exists it is, gen- it is genius it guys
2: i've had an idea and then it just <laughs> describes the product that already exists
0: I mean, that's a, the that's a mark of a good idea if someone else it if is. it's already on the market i mean it's, it's a shame i got there late but maybe mm-hmm. i'll rebrand it a bit it could do with a you know a bit of revamping
1: yeah. i got this crazy idea for a rectangle that can hold loads of music and you can like listen to it anywhere whoa
0: how's it all fit in there I don't know. I haven't worked that out yet. That's for the scientists. Well, I guess music's just like sound waves. It's just sound waves in a box in it. Sound waves aren't very
1: big. If you play the sounds at the rectangle, maybe they'll (laughs) just sort of, it'll absorb it.
0: Like a sponge. If you just put music in it and squeeze it, it'll play the music back at you, right? All at once, yeah.
2: (laughs) I've got an idea for this button, just a big red button on a panel that when you press Mm. it, everyone who exists and everyone who will ever exist just lives in like perfect (laughs) <laughs> happiness and bliss and like all the problems in the world get solved i also haven't worked out how it works that's for the scientists but that's
0: yeah, my that's idea scientists yeah, um, yeah. just the, the, the fix it button yeah it sounds like a
1: hellscape actually yeah it does doesn't it <laughs> a world where everyone is happy all the time <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: we'll just evolve into the mouse the mouse scenario won't we where we'll just start eating each other and beating each other up
1: yeah yeah <laughs> uh, got a level with you guys. Um, I sort of tuned out when Michael was reading the question, and I've desperately been trying to reverse engineer what the question is from your answers. And right. I can't, I'm not going to tell you. It. Yeah. I so,
0: can't do it. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, if I give my, my
1: answer, um,
2: my answer would be um, like a, maybe just a donkey with a stick on its head, and there's a, can, uh, a, a carrot just dangling in front, and then you just yeah. tie – you know, like a, like a like a dynamo or whatever it is to its back. Pretty sure that would that would also just go forever, wouldn't it? I think.
0: Yeah,
1: I think so. Donkeys do go forever.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Hardy little things, aren't they?
2: I don't know why no one thought of that. Like, I've seen cartoons where that happens, but no one's bothered to give it a go in real life. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to do.
0: Whoa, okay. maybe, wait. Well, what if you could attach, like, a mortar to an office chair and you power your laptop by spinning around on the chair at all times. So it's, it's like it's foot powered. So I guess it, it's, it's not totally, totally, you know, foolproof because you got to fuel yourself to fuel the laptop. But you have like a little, little laptop stand built into the chair. So you're just constantly kind of spinning around a little bit. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Be, I'm full of good ideas today.
1: So we're, this is an energy crisis thing, right? That's it is. That's what we're doing? Well, okay. done. Yeah. well I'm done. Well done. So it was only after, it's after you talked about your fix everything button, Peter. I thought that was your answer to the question. Right. And then I, and then I thought, oh, I've got really got the wrong end of this. Thing here. <laughs> no, um, I was just
2: talking about inventions that, you know, it's for the scientists to work out.
1: Yeah, that is. Yeah, <laughs> they'll sort that out. They'll get right on that. They got nothing else going on. Um, how about... I mean, we'll just—I'll just get this one out of the way. It's long-hanging fruit. No one else has said it. We, we just sort of uh, strap some sort of methane converter yeah. to Mike Johnson and uh, <laughs> with, with, uh, laugh. And, and now my real suggestion, which is, maybe we thoroughly invest in meat alternatives and lower them farty cows, uh, herd stocks, or maybe. Uh, just maybe we start uh, taxing corporations properly uh, and then they lower their emissions output because as much as, uh, you know, we are all guilted into turning off light switches. Not that we shouldn't when we leave a room. Um, our carbon footprint is absolutely nothing and will never uh, become comparable to big corporations. And quite frankly, that's bullshit. So, yeah, you know, but- uh, maybe maybe it's on them to fix it. Maybe
0: it's not on us. Maybe you know, those those planes with no passengers on have to keep flying without anyone on yeah, it just to the reserve the airspace, right, Ben? That's it's, it's, yes, it's, yeah. I mean, that's only
1: reasonable because the billionaires and the economy and so on. You yeah. know, take
0: your the- TV off standby mode, all right? That's yeah. important.
1: That tiny LED, you just killed a fucking frog in the rainforest. You piece of shit. Sure, fault that that frog died. Its um, name was F- F- Froderick. Frogerick. <laughs> Frogerick. <laughs> Yeah,
2: and it had a, a, a wife and children, or a husband and children. <laughs> or a
1: husband. It adopted frog children from a, yeah. from another family that, that Michael killed. Yeah, that, yes. those <laughs> kids
2: were also from a dead frog family, and they're yeah. just being passed from one parent <laughs> to the next. <laughs> the saddest frog babies are just these is, two sad tadpoles oh with bundles no. on their backs. This is um, the biggest
1: crisis in the world right now, guys. Yeah. So, uh, we Orphaned frogs. We'll take it seriously, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> please
2: um, there is a I've got an idea that combines both of your answers Ben which mm. is we can do some we can genuinely do something right by the planet um, in that we could perhaps attach methane extractors to the asses of cows maybe yes oh, um, just get them big all wearing nappies. big cow nappies like big sort of <laughs> iron lung whatever the opposite of an iron lung is stick it to a cow's ass uh, and yeah uh, you know, you have some tanks that you feed all the methane to, and then you do whatever it is that you do. Burn it, because that's good for the planet, isn't it? <laughs> Burning <laughs> methane. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Makes it disappear, right? Yeah. I think that's good. I think that all works. Got an even better one for you. Mm. Yeah. Seven jumpers. Seven jumpers. Seven. seven. Everyone wears seven, seven jumpers. Yeah, whatever it's called, just put on seven jumpers. Yeah, it's gotta be okay, seven But no, what about your number.
1: extremities? What about when you need to clean your seven gloves? Fourteen gloves. Fourteen. You put uh-huh. more gloves on to wash. That's what you're suggesting. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yeah? know. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm asking you. You're the scientist. Question mark. <laughs> uh,
2: I think we just don't worry about being being stinky.
0: Well, true. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if we all just learn to accept each other's smells, we won't need a shower anymore. Bam! Instant saving there. No more hot water. And if you this wear
2: enough it. jumpers, the smell won't get through. Yes. Yeah. If you make and your and base it does, layer a
1: bin bag, more jumpers. Fine. Mm. Yeah. We just get bigger and bigger. <laughs> or you know, we could just all just stop caring because there's nothing that we can do. Yeah, right. Accept. Ex- accept. Off it. Just accept it because the people who can affect real change aren't going to do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not until they've made the, all their money that they can spend in a, in a desolate hellscape of a planet. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they'll be fine. We won't, but they'll yeah. be fine. Um, yeah. But of course, you know, make
1: sure you turn off the standby button on your TV, please. Yeah. yeah. So all those frogs will die. <laughs> it's your fault, them frogs. You did that to them. <laughs> you did that to Froderick. How dare you?
0: Well, I think we've raised some truly innovative, individual, unique, spectacular solutions there to the mm-hmm. planet problem. And yeah, well, we, so. the, the question was energy bills, but we've really just gone above and beyond on that. So well done, well done, one and all. Mm. Thank yeah. you. Would would anybody like to present their thing? Sure, why not?
2: <laughs> uh, I've had a little mini thing for a while. I mean, it's Ooh. not always the size. It's what you it's what you do with it. But I uh, have been wanting to bring this along for a while, and I thought it's not really it won't it won't fill enough of a a thing b- thing p- yeah. slot. It, my my little thing won't fill enough of a slot, is what oh, I'm saying. That's okay. Um, but I've got a little... This sort of leads into a slightly larger thing that I have since discovered on the internet. So uh, this is from <laughs> smartcitiesdive.com, written by Donnelly underscore uh, B. And it's called Riding an Escalator for the First Time. Um, <laughs> this has nothing to do with the YouTube videos you may have seen uh where some people in is it cameroon uh hang on we have to check this now um yes in cameroon a shopping mall was opened and there are videos of people in cameroon going on an escalator for the first time as fully grown adults and sort of falling and stuff and it's all very slapstick funny i'm sure
0: uh, Fair play to them though like, imagine seeing one of them for the first time like what the hell is this yeah. metal toothed yeah. beast in front of me
2: um, but no this is nothing to do with that this is literally the first escalator so on Wednesday November the 16th 1898 Harrods Department Store in London opened up the first escalator or moving staircase as it was called hmm. in England the first one in England The first escalator-like machine in the world had actually been patented many decades before in the US, but this was the first real application in England, and likely one of the first in the world. At the end of the 1800s, this was a big deal. Victorian England had never seen or experienced anything like this before, and people were genuinely concerned about its use. More specifically, people worried what such a rapid change in elevation would do to the body. It was believed that it could discombobulate your inner workings. People were unnerved. Which is why, when it was first introduced at Harrods, people were offered brandy and other substances at the top of the escalator in order to revive them after their ordeal. Oh, riding wow. a, <laughs> riding yes. an escalator. With I'm no... sure you,
0: can, you can run upstairs quicker than an escalator. I know you can run up.
2: <laughs> or, you know, run up a hill. But no, you need some brandy after your ordeal. I like as well the fact that like even the people in charge of this escalator are saying, "Yeah, yeah, this this is like a bad move. You shouldn't do this. If you're going to go up our escalator, we'll give you brandy at the top." But uh, anyway, here it is. It, we've installed it. We've switched it on. Up you come. Um, so it says, riding an escalator was no small feat for these people. Now, to us today, this sounds ludicrous. Most of us probably ride a few escalators a day, it says here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. <laughs> They're ubiquitous, it says. Uh, but I tell this story because I think it clearly underlines how disruptive the new and unknown can feel and how difficult it can be for us to accept sometimes. Uh, the article continues, but uh, mainly I just liked the idea of people being offered brandy at the top of an escalator and thought that's all that's like a Pontius thing. But that's kind of it. So I was like, okay. And then I got thinking there about, well, there are lots of other things in history, aren't there that uh, when new technologies were introduced, and, you know, people were worried about what it was going to do. I think I couldn't necessarily find a specific reference to this. But we've probably all heard that I think some of the first passenger trains or like the first passenger trains to go at a certain speed, fences were put up on either side of the tracks so that people watching wouldn't see like the dead people inside the train uh, going past them on the off chance that people ended up dying Um, I've certainly heard that before or like the windows are blacked out or something Um, but I since found this which is very interesting this is from atlasobscura.com it's written by Joseph Hayes and the article is called The Victorian belief that a train ride could cause instant insanity. Railway madmen were thought to be activated by the sounds and motion of train travel. So, here we go. January 1865. The peace on a regular English train journey from Carnforth to Liverpool is shattered by one man's deranged laughter and erratic antics. Armed with a gun and attacking the windows to get to the other increasingly frightened passengers, he seems out of control. At the next train stop in Lancaster, the man suddenly becomes calm and serenity is returned. But as the train begins to roll again, his aggression returns. I don't know why this man wasn't taken off the train at Lancaster. <laughs> oh, he's calmed down now.
0: Stay on. He's a good Yeah, learner. he's calmed he's down.
2: Yeah, he's had <laughs> his brandy indeed. Yeah. The motion of the train becomes the only means to gauge the man's behaviour. His mood changes from one stop to the next, twisting and turning with the carriage. The the railway passenger prancing around with a pistol was by no means the strangest case of, quote, railway madness reported during the Victorian era in Britain. There seemed to be something about the railways that made people, particularly men, suffer mental anguish and unrest. Uh... As the railway grew more popular in the 1850s and 1860s, trains allowed travellers to move about with unprecedented speed and efficiency, cutting the length and time of travel drastically. But according to more fearful Victorians, these technological achievements came at considerable cost of mental health. As Edwin Fuller Tory and Julie, uh, Judy Miller wrote in *The Invisible Plague: The Rise of Mental Illness from 1750 to Present*, trains were believed to injure the brain. In particular, <laughs> the, jarring mo- the jarring motion of the train was alleged to unhinge the mind and either drive people uh, drive sane people mad or trigger violent outbursts from a latent lunatic. Mixed with the noise of the train car, it could, it was believed, shatter nerves. In the eight, uh, 1860s and 70s, reports began emerging of bizarre passenger behaviour on the railways. When seemingly sedate people boarded trains, they suddenly began having socially, uh, behaving in socially unacceptable ways. One Scottish aristocrat, or aristocrat if you want to get British about this, was reported to have ditched his clothes aboard a train before leaning out of the window, ranting and raving. After he left the train, he suddenly recovered his composure. Regarding the specific type of mental condition believed to have been caused by the trains, Professor Amy Milne-Smith, a cultural historian at Wilfrid Laurier University, notes that railway madmen would have all likely been seen to be suffering mania. Medical journals at the time were very concerned about how railway madmen could be detected and when their madness... uh, (laughs) Sorry, uh, could be detected when their madness might lie latent. So people were worried they were just...
1: Stealth madness would be unlocked. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Seemingly quote unquote normal, uh, you know, in in probably in those terms of of the day, uh, people who would just suddenly crack. On the
0: train, so you, you jump on a trip like a rickety old train. And you get you get wobbly head syndrome. And it yeah, just unleashes something in you.
2: Wow. Uh, not all goings on in the first and second class carriages involved eccentric rambling in the nude. Vicious attacks with knives and other weapons that could result Whoa. in death were reported Jeez. as well. The trains themselves were considered to be ridden with perilous conditions that endangered passengers. Confined carriages were locked for privacy reasons, meaning people were at risk of being trapped in small rooms with lunatics who were ready to snap at any minute. The lack of suitable onboard communications meant that if attacked by such a person, you couldn't easily call for help. The media did its part to whip up a frenzy of a railway madness. One 1864 story, starkly titled A Madman in a Railway Carriage, Gleefully related how a burly sailor became incensed, flailing around in an erratic manner, first trying to climb out of the window, and then swearing and shouting at the other occupants of the carriage and struggling with everyone. A superhuman strength gripped this aggressor, and four people were required to restrain him, and he had to be bound to a seat." The conflict was not over yet, though. When the sailor was released, he charged viciously at those who'd restrained him, and accusing them of stealing from him, it took railway officials and finally the police to subdue and arrest the sailor. The problem of railway madness did not just refer to those driven insane by the process of the journey. Another concern at the time was that the railway provided a swift and convenient getaway for patients who had escaped from the various mental health institutions throughout Great Britain. In 1845, Punch magazine published a cartoon showing train tracks leading to an asylum. The logistics of the railways dotted around the countryside meant that a, quote, mental patient could evade the staff and hop on the next train to freedom. Stories of maniacs and terror on the tracks terrified many and delighted others. (laughs) Um, So the article sort of continues for a while, but uh, yeah, I just thought that was like, I've never heard of this, but apparently there was this whole... Um, fear that, like, gripped late sort of nineteenth-century Britain. Uh, that not only were trains uh, driving people mad, but also that oh, there might be loads of scary, you know, mental health patients out there who have escaped and hopped on a train and you know zipped away. But this, you know, I've, I've never heard this at all.
1: I suppose it's the same. Have you seen the um, uh, the propaganda about? when the electricity lines were first being installed and, like, everything dying around it. Yes, it just, there's, like,
2: was, drawings of, yeah, dead yeah. stuff. Just and death,
1: yeah. the death wires.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Absolutely, people are just resistant to change, I guess, and, yeah. you know, technophobic to an extent.
0: I think, I don't know, I think it's still got, it's got, it still stands today. You've seen the uh, uh, the get off the Metro now video, yes. right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, still happens today. I feel like every yeah. time I've had, like, a violent encounter, it's been on a train or a Metro, like, Personally, that's it's, it. Does seem to have some weird energy around it? Where yeah, I've been, it's true. I've been or on a bus to,
2: sometimes.
0: Yeah, it was, it was just, it, maybe it's just maybe it's just crappy public transport that just makes people angry. <laughs> it could be that. Yeah, it's the only place I've ever been like threatened to be kicked in was on a metro. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! What a treat! <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! It's fantastic. There you go. Well, thank so you for that, Peter.
2: Be careful next time you're on a, you know a virgin rail train yeah anything could happen you could go Don't mad could go
0: Ooh. mental mental absolutely mental mate yeah. thank you very much peter would you all like another question yes please yes please um let's go for darius owen canning at darius canning on twitter <laughs> nice a nice one here would you rather be a man in black or a ghostbuster <laughs> i've got limited knowledge of both franchises but yeah me too actually
1: i'd rather be a a man in black i think yeah because they get cool weapons they don't have to deal with the paranormal and they hang out with aliens and they know all those cool state secrets and they get to wipe people's brains when they do bad stuff which seems to be quite often so i could pick up a purple quality street off the floor anyone who's around (laughs) and that's it they've forgotten everything and will smith Renowned hitter of Chris Rock, yeah, uh, gets to uh, write a kick-ass theme song for you, and then it's remixed by Neil Ciceriga into one of the greatest works oh, of true. music of M-I recent bees. times.
0: Yeah, bees, bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I didn't realize that was that's the that's the Men in Black theme song. What's it stand yeah, for? Bees. Oh, shit. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. Go. Wow. Yeah. But oh. then he somehow
2: manages to get the word bees out of wiki wiki wow wow west as well yeah. in the following <laughs> album. He'll, what? he'll still say bees in that one too. What's
1: the, the bees cannot be found. What is the name of the Neil Cicerega remix, please, Peter, for people to look up? for the, uh, Is it just MIBs? What is it?
2: Uh, i think that one's called vivid memories turned to fantasies I think okay. that's the whole name yeah. of the song but the YouTube that
1: in fact i'll stick it in the thread right now
2: okay yeah, I think that's banger. what it's called um call like vivid memories
0: that whole trilogy of, of of albums god if you've never listened to it before listen to mouth yeah. moods mouth sounds and mouth silence i think it's the one there's mouth
2: one. Yeah. dreams as well have you heard the fourth one
1: excuse
0: me
2: there's a fourth <laughs> one
1: what fourth one
2: Mouth dreams.
1: What's that stand for? Bees. Bees. Bees.
0: <laughs> so good. Okay. Wow, really cool. I didn't hear about Mouth Dreams. I'm a whoa. Okay, I'm listening to that straight after this. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's in the thread now on
1: Twitter. If people want to <laughs> go listen to, oh, we're branching out. It's just out. a mysterious Bitly link that no one's going to click on. <laughs>
2: There's also you should definitely also listen to Wow
1: Wow, which is yes. the Wild Wild wow, West one. Wow. When you walk into the wow, wow.
0: Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's so all silly. Be in it. distress. Oh, oh, God, it's in my head now. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna err on the side of Men in Black because, I mean, talking pug as well, that's pretty lit. And a little silly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does. There that was a talk a yes, hug. of
2: course. Yeah. You yeah. Guess, so, uh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, you go first.
1: I was going to say, you get to hang out with Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy D- Earl. Yeah. Tom, Earl, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Joe Tommy Jones. Tommy, Earl, Tim, B, Tim B, Tommy B, Lee, Jones. Tom B, Jones, Jones, Tommy Mr. Jones, Tommy Lee, Tommy, <laughs> to, James Earl Jones.
2: <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, I think. Tommy
1: Lee Jones.
2: <laughs> I wondered where, because uh, I was feeling Earl as well. I was like, where's, why do, yes, why do we both come up with Earl when it's Tommy Lee Jones?
1: <laughs> it's Darth Vader, that's
2: what we're thinking of. James Lee Jones, that's James the guy.
1: Lee Tom, Tom, Yeah. Tom.
2: Tom. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be Men in Black, because it's a far more glamorous job. It's probably it's probably more dangerous than... I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not that familiar with Ghostbusters, so maybe that's just as life-threatening. But, um, yeah, uh, it's probably worth it for all the cool guns and cars and tech.
0: I feel like, yeah, Ghostbusters is like is like the homebrew operation, and Men yeah. in Black's the government-funded. Like, money's not an issue, have whatever you want, but saying that I would very much like to drive around the the, the, the hearse the modified um, Ghostbusters that'd be pretty lit but beyond that I don't know you just you look at them they were in jumpsuits man how can I respect a man in a jumpsuit yeah
1: you've got to be in a suit (laughs) absolutely so smart
0: I'm just looking at pictures of Ghostbusters now oh, <laughs> cute, aren't they <laughs> Good theme song though Ghostbusters must say True Bustin makes me feel good That's another Neil so, <laughs> another <laughs> <Cicero>. <laughs> bustin', bustin 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 It's great uh, uh, yeah. I, I think yeah. actually uh, Yeah I think, I think uh, g- uh, Ghostbusters have heart and soul mm. But men in black have money And I know where I'm going to go
1: <laughs> Yes <laughs> absolutely
0: Do you mind if I do my thing? Oh absolutely
1: please Ben You do mind? I do absolutely mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mind a lot, actually. Um, Michael, I don't know if you've seen my tweet
0: from last night. Oh, my God. Banger. Yes. Did you see it?
1: <laughs> yes. So okay. Good. So I've got to recount this story. I was kind of hoping you hadn't seen it so I could get your real-time reaction to it, but that's fine.
2: Oh, um, but there is a second half to it that I that has been more kept detail. from me, there's, there's from me more detail. and Mikey. Yeah.
1: So I will play the I'll play the audio <laughs> over the microphone as well when we when it comes okay. but uh, last night uh, because it's at the time of recording it's Peter's birthday this week it and is. we had uh, a little office gathering to celebrate Peter's birthday and we went to Lane 7 in Newcastle and had a lovely time and uh, on my way back afterwards I got in the Uber and the guy who was picking me up had a five-star rating and i thought okay well i mean it'll be a good ride he's probably really polite maybe he has some charging cables might offer me a breath mint or something didn't think anything more of it uh, got in and he was very nice and he asked me lots of questions you know what have you been up to this evening um so i've been out for for my friend's 30th I'm like oh 30 i'm turning 40 uh next month and I'm like, oh i'm turning 30 next month and we bonded over that and i that was mm-hmm. very charming and i said well you don't look like a day over 30 and he went what and that was cool and that not <laughs> and um, then he asked me what kind of music i like oh and i thought well this is interesting and i said well i've i i do not know rock." this is like a five minute journey by the way back to my house but rock music i suppose and i was like okay I like i like some rock i have my favorites and then on the dashboard of his car he had like there's a little sort of dial thing in the middle but they were clipped to almost the uh the air vents on the dashboard there were two little screens either side of this little <laughs> y thing that he had there and he started scrolling like there was impossibly small text he started just like swiping up like all the way through these thousands of songs he's got there he goes, I like this. And he starts playing Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name Of. And I was like, okay, yes. I'll nod politely along to this. This is this is accommodating. Thank you so much. He gets maybe five seconds in, taps like a load of buttons on one of the small screens, and just, it goes, wah, 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 and he plays an air horn sound effect <laughs> in, the, in the middle of Killing in the Name Of. And I was like, what is happening? So I took out my phone and started recording, at which point... Is when I got this recording, which I will I will play now for people who haven't checked Twitter. Uh, but this this is this, here we go.
0: So <laughs> sorry, Ben. Me,
1: I think me and Peter just. <laughs> I was politely, just politely. Did, just, did just cut out on Discord? Yeah, it okay, cancelled well, it, it for us. But... It recorded on my microphone.
2: I wasn't going to say anything, but sure, yeah. I didn't <laughs> okay. hear a, a sound. but You I've guys seen have the seen video, the video, just, you yeah, know. Yeah.
1: So he smashes that air horn and I start laughing. Then he presses another button and disco lights come on in the car and they're like projected all over the ceiling and I couldn't believe what was going on. He then swipes a few more things on his dashboard and he starts going... He starts like scratching on the disc <laughs> <So he's> like, <laughs> and it's it's the again. I just do not know how to react to what is happening. Um, he then drives me the remaining minute to my to to my flat, uh, and then as he gets nearby, he then presses one, like one after the other, several different sound effects. One which is like the please fasten your seatbelts, you're in an airplane noise. Just goes right. <laughs> and then he plays a sound effect, which is him saying that, like in an Eastern European, Eastern European accent. Thank you so much for for riding with Pavel today. Uh, I hope you've had a pleasant ride. And then another boom. Please wait until the vehicle has stopped before you get out and have a. And, he, and then he goes, pleasant evening, and then he stops and let me out and it was I didn't know what to say I just said thank you for the most amazing Uber ride of my entire life and then I rated him five stars and I dipped him two pounds
0: <laughs> that and is it, spectacular
1: I didn't realize it was a five minute journey wow he, he, he went all in there is a reason this man has a like he's he's incredible there's a reason well, this man has today a in star the office, rating
2: people were talking about in the office uh, this morning I think you'd like just gone out of the room or something. And uh, we were saying like, yeah, you know, it's insane. And people were saying like, why, what on earth is he doing that for? And it's like, well, because there are that many Uber drivers out there. You can't just be at this stage. You can't just be a nice person. You have to have, as you say, bottled water and sweets. Mm. And, ooh, Charging cables. Red red Starburst. Thank star you very much. Well.
1: That's not even Peter's Uber. He just, he just saw it in there yeah. and got
2: in. And charging cables and stuff, and even then, you know, those are you get a fair few Ubers like that. So at this point, you have to outdo everyone else by being a DJ, I guess. So I I can see Mm. why he does it. He must get a lot of good
1: ratings. Oh yeah, it's it's a surefire way to get tips. But yeah, that was my it. It was I'm still like people were asking me questions in the morning, and I I just (laughs) I'm still processing it. I can't really believe that it actually happened. What would the, I was waiting ages for an Uber driver as well. Like I was told that there were no cars available a couple of times. <laughs> and yeah,
2: there uh, was a, some, some event had just finished. Like we we should have left when you did because. Uh, 10 oh, was it at later, the arena? I saw people were queuing no in Ubers. I, yeah, when they I no the bridge at earlier, and yeah, the metro well, was absolutely packed.
1: What are the chances of being connected to Pavel that evening? Indeed, uh, and I Did got you favourite him? Oh, can you do that?
2: I think oh. you can do that, and you can like it. It sort of tries to match you with him again, oh. like with oh, certain shit. drivers again. Okay,
1: I'll have a look in a second if I can work out how to do that. I absolutely will because he was. I believe, sir. So. I might be making that up. He was unbelievable, it, but he operates in the Newcastle area, so <laughs> keep an eye out uh, for Pavel. But that was. Uh, I'll I'll link the. I'll put a link to the tweet in the link dump again, so people can find it. But um, so yeah, good. absolute insanity. At uh, Vidiiot's official, by the way, on Twitter, if you want to see there the thread of things that we're talking about yes
0: and that's my thing (sighs) that's just incredible that's like i would never recover from that taxi ride like every every taxi journey in the future would just pale in comparison i (laughs) wish (laughs) i wish i had my boy back you're gonna be hunting him down forever oh yeah if you if you ever if you ever do manage to get in a taxi room again like just say just take me around the city for like an hour can you give can you give (laughs) me all the
1: hits all the classics please and i'm gonna film it i hope that's okay i've had you before you were amazing (laughs) I will tip you, I promise. Right, let's see if I can find him. Do ask another question though, Mikey, in the
0: meantime. Uh, let's go for a fun one. Da 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 da. da. Tommy the wank engine at Triggly Sarah T on Twitter asks, if it came down to it, do you think you could win a fight against the common man or woman? Would Ben speed help? Would Mikey whip out the skateboard and self-defense? Would Tiny Peter flip around like Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> So yes. Um let's just put put yourselves in the scenario of a physical confrontation is imminent. What what do you do? <laughs> do you think you could hold your own? Just against the
2: average Brit, maybe, or
0: Yeah, just 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 the, the, the most common average man. It's not not maybe not someone particularly beefy, but yeah, just picture picture a Brit.
2: I don't I don't know. I don't think I'd be very good in a fight, even with someone perhaps sub... Subpar. I mean, I, I say that to be fair. Like, I I didn't have I didn't fight at school very well at all. I never had like fights with people, and that's kind of partly where what I base my thing. I was like, well, I've never fought people, uh, and I'm also not particularly strong, especially like upper body. Uh, but that being said, me and my brother used to fight all the time, like. And I don't just mean when we were like 10. I mean, like we would just physically fight until we were like in our teens. And just because as much as anything else, it seemed to become just a bit of a habit. Like yeah. <laughs> we'd sort of go home, we'd watch Raven, we'd have our tea and then we'd have a fight. <laughs> um, so it just became kind of part and parcel of a weekday evening. Uh, so I've probably got more experience than I give myself credit for. Um, yeah. And he, he's quite tall as well. I mean, he might not have been as tall then I don't know how I don't know at what point we stopped fighting each other but he is now over six feet so maybe at one point I was fighting a six foot man or you know boy <laughs> yeah. Um so maybe I'd be I'd probably do better than I think I would but I still don't think I'd win
0: yeah I, I'm, 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 it's been too long since I fought anyone <laughs> These reviews of the Uber driver, Ben. Sorry. Oh wow!
1: I've, yeah, he's got a profile and he's written about himself and everything. I didn't want to interject, but I have a lot more Pavel information than I realized I had. I couldn't fade oh. him, sadly.
2: Didn't want to leave, big up DJ Pavel.
1: <laughs> the best okay. dude, We love you.
0: Spill is is there much more spill? I want to know everything oh, about to, this You man. want
1: to you want to know his? He's written about himself, right? I can I can tell <laughs> oh you. My God. He's got yes. fun facts. Do you want to know fun facts about Pavel? Definitely. Okay. Please. Hang on. Let me just hop back in.
0: true He was Uber drivers could have profiles like this. Wow. You
1: just never look at them. You just don't take the time to look. No. Uh, so his name is Pavel Henrik. If you see him, take his ride. He's a Uber <laughs> pro platinum. Uh, I like meeting good people with good vibes. He knows English, Spanish, Polish, and German. He's nice. got a five-star rating. He's been driving for three years. Uh, fun fact. I am also a lumberjack with a license to work in the forest on scaffolds. I am a passionate DJ and a certi- certified dietitian. Paying high taxes for my Uber job. Uber job, every penny plus 25% input company tax, I think. Critically, constructively, these are the funny facts. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, so much to this guy. God. He's, fascinating. He's a
0: dietitian
1: and a lumberjack. Best taxi I've got in my life mate ha ha cheers amazing driver um yeah this is just a there's just a lot like that thanks for a great trip didn't want to leave yeah there's it, tons he's he's yeah he's a hero he i don't think i'll ever see him again world. which is the saddest part yeah well very
0: sad fingers crossed one day wow what yeah. a man what a man what a mighty good <laughs> man Are we talking about beating people up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's just say um someone was was approaching our friend Pavel with with, no. uh, with their fists, and you've got you've got a stand in to defend fists. I've got to stand in. You to your <laughs> <laughs> to stand sure. in. Yeah, you, you're there. It's 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 go time. This is it. Do you yeah. think you could you could you could take someone on? I mean, I'm I'm a pretty big guy.
1: I'd like to think I could de-escalate certain situations, and I don't think I would ever want to fight someone with the objective of hurting them or mm. winning. But yeah. certainly, if it came to it, but I mean, there's some there's some fucking jacked up orange blokes walking around Newcastle, right? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you never lot. you never fucking know. But I think in some situations, as long as it's not like a multi person mugging, I would like to. And again, it's not something that I obsess or or you know fantasize about being this big strong boy beating up 20 <laughs> 20 people who are attacking me but i'd like to think that if if it was a one-on-one situation i'd at least be able to maybe subdue someone or like yeah or like avoid a proper scrap mm, that would yeah. be my goal in that situation yeah uh, i reckon i reckon
0: you'd do pretty good i did
1: judo for one year when i was 13 so i think I'll be, i think i'll be okay
0: <laughs> have you know i'm a green belt i oh, <laughs> was not
1: even that so you yes.
0: oh, got the skills when i when i when i shaved my head on the stream and looked in the mirror like the first thing that came in my head was like i look like i could fight this guy fucks <laughs> this guy fights <laughs> i it's i'm 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 i think i'm one of the least confrontational people on this planet in that mm. i will avoid any kind of any kind of unnecessary interaction if if i if i can especially when it's someone aggressive i'll just put my head down and walk away Saying that, I do off I I really want to know how I'd hold up in a fight with no knowledge. I just think it, if there was if there was like a sanctioned fight club that I could go to just to have a go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these, these things almost definitely exist. but I want, I want no rules. Just just have, just meet up in a car park and beat someone for a bit and see what happens. I mean, almost definitely, I'd be on the floor in about ten seconds. But beat someone up for a bit, easy. Yeah. Why not? Easy, bit of fun, bit of fun. Uh, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's hard to say because I guess when you're in the moment, it's just like. Every every caveman instinct kicks in. He just yeah. He oh, just like oh, gotta survive. Gotta make hurt. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe 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 I'll i my my see if there's some boxing classes nearby. So it's it's an outlet for this this desire of could I beat someone up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much, boys. Thank you. Would you like to hear my? Thing. I would love I'd love to. to. It's it's a relatively girthy one, but it's it's a very good story. I think it's very much worth sharing, and it's it's relates to something. I think I can pretty much safely say everyone has had an interaction with, or at least is aware of it uh, in their life. Um, I'm talking about the good old sea monkeys. Did either of you ever have them as kids? I think so. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were going to say semen, which was very (laughs) good old old (laughs) jizz. Everyone's oh, had an
2: interaction it. at some
0: point with jizz. <laughs> Your once, jizz. I'll oh, introduce yeah. you to jizz.
2: <laughs> yes, we had sea monkeys as children.
0: Yes, um, very underwhelming little creatures, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I'll go into the history of them and the, the, the wild story that it takes you on. But um, yes, yeah, sea monkeys. Um, I don't know what more to say about them. I guess I don't want to spoil anything in the story, so let's just let's but just on. go on. So, in 1957, um, by the way, this is, uh, this, oh God, what website is this from? Oh no, I need to give my sources. Uh, mental Floss. Um, is it, I heard this, this is it something like, that something gets brought up on podcasts every once in a while, um, but I found a really good write-up on Mental Floss of the whole history. Um, I'm kind of giving an abridged version of it because it goes even deeper than what I'm, what I'm sharing here. Okay. So, in 1957, a man, na- a man named Harold von Braunhut walked into a pet store and noticed a bucket filled with brine shrimp scientifically known as artemia salina, and after some research he discovered that they have some fascinating biological traits it can exist in a state of suspended animation known as cryptobiosis where living organisms shut down their metabolic processes in the absence of water essentially making them very very hardy can can dry up and then be brought back to life with with a simple drop of water it's quite magical Um, They can survive for years In their protective casing In the event of In the event of a lake drying up But when you add water Their protective shells hatch Revealing a translucent creature Born with only one eye They develop develop two more Upon reaching maturity And can breathe out of their feet Which I think is a fact The males have tiny little whiskers Under their chin And females can self-fertilise eggs Mm. To most people The shrimp was simply just fish food But to Von Braunhut they were a way to capture the imagination of children by selling what he termed a quote-unquote bowl full of happiness um which sounds more like the tagline to a bowl of cereal <laughs> to be yeah. honest, which is quite a cross thought delicious That's brine diet. shrimp eggs <laughs> a bowl of cereal a bowl full of happiness delicious hmm. if he could send the dehydrated eggs in the mail then have them come to life in water using his secret nutrient formula he was certain kids would be amazed but why did Von Braunhut consider the secret world of shrimp so appealing? Maybe because he had a tendency to see the magic in the world. <laughs> this just like a, a kind of crappy daytime TV documentary. Von Braunhut only saw the magic in the world. <laughs> as a teenager, he performed illusions as the amazing Telepo. After dropping out of Columbia University, he became a talent manager for acts like Joseph Dunninger, a famous mentalist, and Henry Lamoth, who spent decades jumping from a platform 40 feet in the air and landing in a kiddie pool as shallow as 12 inches without killing himself, it clarifies. Oh <laughs> Which <is> good. Good. <laughs> Made a career of not killing himself. <laughs> in other words, Von Braunhut knew a good act when he saw one. Kids at that time were already fascinated by ant farms and von Braunhut thought the Acelina could be a brine gold mine. He spent years working in a barn on his property assembling a mail order package that consisted of one packet of con- one po- <laughs> <laughs> consisted of one packet to condition tap water, one packet of nutrients including yeast and algae, and one packet of the shrimp eggs themselves. Owing to their amazing ability to emerge from something that looked like Kool-Aid powder, Von Braunhut dubbed his product Instant Life and began (laughs) approaching retailers in the early 60s with what he thought was a guaranteed hit. Sadly, it wasn't, because there was already something called... Instant fish. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that idea came from Owamo, the toy company responsible for the hula hoop and had a very similar premise. Premise only they were using a different sea creature for their for their instant life. But then Von Braunhut had another idea. Instead of trying to convince executives his shrimpies, it says here. Is shrimpies <laughs> oh, are word? Sorry, shrimpies. I've read this three times. I've never clocked the word shrimpies. Hold on.
2: <laughs> What's you wrong, wrong Ronald Coon? <laughs>
0: shrimpies. <laughs> shrimpies. Uh, he, instead of trying to convince executives his sh- shrimpies would be lu- lucrative, he decided to aim his pitch directly at his target audience, impressionable children
1: yeah fucking idiots
0: yeah yeah idiots <laughs> in 1962 taking out an ad in a comic book was an inexpensive way of uh, getting your message out there in comparison to television commercials that major toy companies were pretty produ- um were using to advertise their goods von Braunhut went on an ad buying spree grabbing space in everything from batman to archie to romance titles he didn't discriminate at least not with the comics. Th- that'll come back later. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and made his appeal to as many young readers as he could using their time-tested method of selling straight-up crap to kids. According to Von Braunhut, who wrote the Sea Monkey ads and the 32-page handbook that came with the kit, his little creatures were capable of all kinds of incredible things that were not all scientifically sound. He said they could be hypnotised, Brian Shimp would follow light around, but it's not exactly hypnosis. They would obey commands. Aside from following light, sea monkeys have as much regard for instructions as cats. They pretty much do what they want and dance, and they seem to like music. So yeah, whatever. We'll go with that one. And that and that's not all. That's not still not all. <laughs> shrimpies.
2: The shrimpies haven't been delivered yet. <laughs>
0: your <laughs> brian will be with you in seven days <laughs> uh, von braunhut even said his sea monkeys could play baseball race on a speedway kit and rise from the dead which i mean that last one is it's kind of true not 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 technically but close enough i'll give him that one von braunhut later said the sea, mon- sea monkey sea Monkeys ads appeared in 303 million copies of comics annually wow. uh it says here that that number is probably an exaggeration but with popular comics settling selling hundreds of thousands of copies a month he had plenty of prospective buyers he began getting five he began getting five sacks of mail every day from customers who were now shelling out one dollar for this secret society of shrimp in the meantime von Braunhut had become a mail order mogul using a carnival barker approach to market an entire array of novelties There were x-ray specs Which promised to let the wearer see through covert clothing Young voyeurs were disappointed To find out they were really just Glasses stuffed with bird feathers
1: Which oh. That is that is a scam artist right there
0: Yeah that's terrible I really actually want to find a photo of these old x-ray Snake specs and see right? exactly what that looks like oh it's just a band
1: I
2: love Um, the complete lack of advertising standards that he could just say hey buy sea monkeys they can dance and (laughs) he can just make up they can play baseball They can go on a speedway
0: it's yeah this I think this used to be like well I think it's still a a thing to an extent but definitely back then it was just kind of like yeah You just just advertise whatever the hell you want and Mm -hmm. for the sake of a dollar, no one's going to come chase you down for it. It's just easy money. Yeah. (laughs) But then he didn't leave it just X-ray specs. He also had Aqua specs, which promised to let you see right into water, eliminating glare. Uh, the trick it was just tinted lenses so i mean technically worked but not not quite amazing and then there were hypno specs which promised to put people under your control but the spinning spirals on the lenses were more distracting than hypnotic and he also this is my favorite of the list he also marketed crazy crabs um which (laughs) were nothing more than a hermit crab shipped in a box wow that is (laughs) crazy (laughs) that's that's harrowing god sounds like the fish I ordered during
1: quarantine
0: (laughs) gee I'm just picturing this man in his shed surrounded by glasses (laughs) brine shrimp and and hermit crabs (laughs) shoving them in boxes god oh jesus but von Braunhut's real triumph triumph meaning the one thing that should have gotten him sued but didn't was invisible goldfish a kit that guaranteed a breed of fish you'd never be able to see kids who sent away for it got a fish bowl some seaweed and fish food but no fish that was that was it it's kind of like pet rock to the nth degree you want nothing here you go but none of it resonated quite like sea monkeys which got another boost in the early 70s when a comic book artist named Joe Orlando drew the most famous Sea Monkeys advertisement ever, a depiction of an entire Sea Monkey family with human facial features. I think chances are you're quite familiar with it. It's that kind of haunting illustration that you see, um, I think still today.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think we had that picture on our packet of Sea Monkeys.
0: Um, If you see it, you'll get it in the ad now, maybe. Oh, is it, right? nice. Nice. But there was a disclaimer. Uh, caricatures shown not intended to depict Artemia Selena, but kids who are not known for reading the fine print were captivated. Thanks to Von Braunhut's marketing technique, sea monkeys were a certifiable sensation, one that made him a millionaire. And really, the idea of attempting to breed a master race of pet shrimp wasn't so far-fetched. After all, in the words of the Washington Post, Von Braunhut was, quote-unquote, active in the anti-semitic neo-nazi right uh, oh boy okay here's the
1: u are, are we gonna get to those those other comics he's been advertising in
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh something of the sorts um interest, interesting um and addendum on that um he was also jewish um which oh. is a real oh okay interesting. wow so, okay yeah yeah, so now we get into the the dark side of sea monkeys, which is a, <laughs> it's absolutely astounding.
2: Yeah, the Nazi side of sea monkeys.
0: Of course, of course you know, you, you saw it coming, right? Yeah. Somewhere during his life, he added the Von to his name, so it sounded more Germanic, according to a Daily Telegraph article. And then he invented the Kyoga Agent M5, a self-defense weapon Von Braunhut began working on in the late 1960s. The Kioga is an important part of Sea Monkey Law. In 1988, the Washington Post and the Spokane, I think it's pronounced Spokane Spokesman Review, published stories revealing that the weapon was being advertised as part of a fundraiser for Richard Butler, the leader of the Aryan nations who needed money to fight charges of sedition, the polite term for plotting to overthrow the government. Oh, excellent. Like all
1: those people that raided the Capitol
0: exactly just Wonderful. like that okay <laughs> you get you get your Brian in, boys for fundraising
2: hypnospecs <laughs> uh, but- might be useful <laughs> if you're trying to overthrow the government
0: you didn't see anything Butler wrote that for each Kyoga his followers his followers bought, bought the manufacturer that would be Von Braunhut would pledge $25 to his legal fund Butler, who was acquitted, called Von Braunhut a longtime friend and a quote-unquote member of the Aryan race who has supported us quite a few years. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. According to news reports, Von Braunhut had attended numerous Aryan nations gatherings, sometimes as a guest speaker and sometimes as the honoured lighter of the Burning Cross. is oh. cute? Jesus Christ. He was also leader of the Imperial Order of the Black Eagle, which was also affiliated with the Aryan Nations. I don't know anything about that group, but just the name alone, it's, uh, sounds yeah, pretty it, it sounds great. Right. Yeah,
2: sounds terrifying.
0: No. Even though they always suspected he was Jewish, the white supremacists didn't seem to care, probably because he was a generous donor. In 1985, it was reported that he lent a grand dragon of the Ku Klux Klan named Dale Rush $12,000 to buy 83 illegal guns. And I just want to keep in the back of your head through all this um, those sea monkeys, this is where his money was going. This is where his millions from the, these little brine shrimp funded fucking neo Nazis. Jesus. Oh, man. Von Braunhut refused to comment on the allegations other than to tell the, tell the Seattle Times that, quote, "It's very ominous, you know what side I'm on. Oh. What, does, what does that mean? Stop it, God. <laughs> but even with all this, Sea Monkeys continue to thrive. In fact, their highest profile project came not long after, in 1992, when Howie Mandel co-created, produced, and starred in a CBS Saturday morning live-action series titled... The Amazing Live Sea Monkeys. The Sea Monkeys continue to sell to the general public too, going from one distributor to another. In 2000, the Los Angeles Times reported that a company called Educational Insights was distributing it under the exploratory division with the full knowledge of the allegations against Von Braunhut. So, yes, it's not like it was a well kept secret um, in the business. People knew what he's up to, but can't turn down that briny dollar, I guess. Mm. Company executives said they never asked him about the charges directly and didn't think he'd be the type of person to spread hate speech. No. <laughs> no he no, seems, no, he not. seems
1: What, the shrimp, you shrimp guy? <laughs> you talking nah, about the shrimp on. guy? No, stop it. Can <laughs> fly, come on. What, the guy who sends crabs in the post? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's a really decent <laughs> fella. with
0: the bird feather glasses. Nah, <laughs> bit, not bit this weird guy. guy. Uh, it's a bit weird, but natty. Stri- at a stretch. Um, meanwhile, Von Braunhut... who was also an ordained minister it turns out officiated over the funeral of richard butler's wife one month after signing his licensing deal with the company he was also photographed wearing aryan nation's lapel pins to planning board meetings in charles county maryland according to the washington post and uh, von braunhut died 2003 at the age of 77 and his second wife Yolanda Signorelli von Braunhut replaced him as CEO of the company. And as far as I'm aware, I think she's not a Nazi. I feel like I can't say that for certain, considering the bloody roller coaster. Uh, We'll probably never know while Harold Nathan Braunhut, born and raised Jewish, grew into Harold von Braunhut, who funded anti-Semitic groups and stood up for Hitler. We'll also never know why he saw a bucket of fish food and decided it would send him on a path to success. People... (laughs) Like sea monkeys Can be mysterious creatures mm. Mm. But, yeah. No, But sea
1: monkeys aren't Nazis so let's not, let's yeah. not Make such a That's... flippant
0: comparison there Who was it who did that article again uh, Let's see Oh where have you gone <laughs> That was written by Jake Rosson of Mental Floss Mental Floss come on Mental Floss <laughs> <laughs> Who knows I mean, why you say people that. are Nazis racist like sea monkeys <laughs> oh, You say that humans, Ben yeah.
2: but I believe in the fifth uh, Indiana Jones film that's coming up, the villain is a sea monkey. Oh well then <laughs> I take it all
0: back. Yeah. I feel pretty silly now. Oh, I really want to see an illustration like in the original sea monkey style of them wearing little nets. Oh my <laughs> god. god. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a you've got something you gotta work on after this, Michael. Oh, there you've got new merch coming out your fast.
1: Very important. Very <laughs> <Nazi> important. <trips. laughs> oh god. They'll definitely kick us off the network after that, that's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, that's a that's a one way route to, to to the streets. Amazing.
1: Everyone knows
2: that Nazis if you desiccate a Nazi, mm-hmm. they can remain unharmed for years and years and you just add water again and then
1: <laughs> they they back. back
0: to life.
1: Well, well thank you, Michael. That was an <laughs> educational journey. <laughs> it was
0: thank you yeah I, I, I'd heard like i heard that he was a Nazi but I didn't realise just how far it went like it wasn't just like oh he had well oh he quote unquote just had some views although he was like a full on full on big Active old big boy Nazi
2: member and yes yeah.
0: burning the cross and all that brilliant what a guy would you boys like a final question for the mm-hmm. night yes please go on then oh, oh got one from sam collins at sam underscore collins underscore 96 on twitter and they say with paraboy predicting the atrocious and unforgivable tesco meal deal going up in price Mm -hmm. have any of you had any other poorly slash well-aged things which you care to own up to or do you have any other predictions which we look back on in the future which which we can look back on in the future and blame you for i think I, I, I think <laughs> Making poor predictions Is uh, Maybe a rare Occursion So let's lean on The side of What do you What what terrible things do You think are going to Happen in the future So we can be blamed For it Us specifically Well uh, What regarding us Yeah well you said That th- th-
1: can be blamed On us Is that what you said I guess um, Like me Worthy me come th- true th- Right Oh yeah. okay I see so I It's see. like oh, You did that You, you said well, you it You did the true Bloody Tesco meal deal Didn't you Johnson. Yeah, I do feel bad about that one. Well, between us,
2: me and Ben did COVID. Yeah,
1: we did Did actually do COVID. Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, not long before COVID, we did a main menu episode at my flat and we poured, we had a frying pan that was full of oil and then we were supposed to add sprigs of rosemary, but we only had ground rosemary. (laughs) So we then sort of sprinkled ground rosemary in sort of a stick shape, uh, as though it was a sprig. And as this pile of rosemary hit the oil, it started to spread out like a petri dish, like growing, you know, like, you know, uh, (laughs) when you see microbes grow in a petri dish at full speed, uh, increased speed. And we sort of said to each other, this is the, this is like a pandemic waiting to happen. I say, this looks like a pandemic waiting to happen. And Ben says, yeah, this is the virus that will end the world or something. And I think within, Less than 12 months, maybe within six months, uh, (laughs) COVID-19 happened.
0: Wow. Thanks, guys. Cheers. I'm trying to remember. No, I don't. Maybe. No, no, you definitely would have been in the office. But it it, it was either like just before COVID became a thing or just as it became a thing. Hat Films did a video where they like tested out hazmat suits and stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, they're always
2: predicting like celebrity deaths, aren't they? Yeah. They say whenever they talk about someone, they always end up dying within a few weeks. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I once, got... I've said before that I um, predicted or years before it was a popular thing, I did a remixed uh, version of Steamed Hams. Um,
0: oh, wow. No one
2: like was it wasn't like a popular skit. Like if you'd ask people their favorite Simpsons stuff, it wasn't really one of the kind of mainstream Simpsons things at the time. Um, and uh, yeah, when I used to do like remixed music, I just did the entire skit from start to finish to the beat of a a, a drum. And uh, I feel like I might still have it somewhere. I mentioned it on a podcast like last year or something. I said I would look for it. And I, I, I feel like it exists, but I don't know where. Uh, but yeah, that happened years and years before it was, you know, a meme. An
0: innovator. Wow. Yeah. Hmm what else can possibly go wrong um what, what's what's beloved what can what could be stripped from us at a moment's notice well it's not so much oh you fucking elon miss elon musk getting on twitter that's <laughs> i got a dmca strike yesterday on twitter so that's probably gonna happen oh, more yeah. and more i don't know why I, i'm gonna blame elon musk for that We bought those <laughs> shares and i got a strike coincidence mm-hmm. mm. maybe
1: not maybe not i think not um I mean, it doesn't necessarily. I don't know if anyone will blame us for this after the fact, but we have been joking for pretty much our entire YouTube career now that Billy Ray Cyrus is going to get yeah. cancelled. Oh god! Uh, and yes. when he does, we are going to have to rebrand Billy Ray Walrus. Like we we've had conversations. We've got like about a plan it. B ready. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <He> got- <laughs>
2: how the royal family have got Operation whatever it's called, London Bridge, you know, yeah. for when the Queen dies. They're all prepped. We know what we'll do when <laughs> when Billy Ray Cyrus gets
1: cancelled. Regardless of <laughs> we'll what your thoughts are on uh, cancel culture or whatever you want to call it, but certainly there has been a real movement, and rightly so, in the past few years since Billy was born, uh, Ray Walrus this is, uh, to call out and... A, a, a sort of end the careers of monsters, basically. Which is, which is a and we're not good, saying
2: Billy Ray Cyrus no, is No, we one. aren't
1: saying that, nope, but nope. from the very beginning we were joking about the fact that Billy Ray Cyrus probably has a scandal pending, right? That's where that yeah. came from. And in the time since the general public's opinion of people in the public eye who our monsters has become i mean let's just say the patience has gone down quite significantly so if yeah. literally anything substantial came out a bit about billy ray cyrus that that prediction has come true perhaps well it's way more likely to come true than it would have been if we were still in the same sort of societal place that we were when billy ray walrus was first
0: born yes yes so it's like somewhere there's a, there's there's a, like a, a briefcase with two keys um, waiting for the for DefCon Five. Yeah, he <laughs> should go boy, go and turn the key at the same time. Open it up, and there is Billy's replacement. Yeah, there he is, <laughs> with a pre-written statement. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Billy
1: Ray I'm a difficult. Well, we've we've sort of retired Dick Machinko now. Yeah, oh, yeah, sort of partially because
2: he was apparently a bit problematic. Oh, but uh, we
1: always and- knew that. But it was just yeah, when died, Yeah, but then when he died, people to... talk
2: more about it. as Yeah. It weird <laughs> what about to...
1: Cheggers? Well, you know, <laughs> I don't really know. Shut up, Cheggers. You're dead. No, Why he no get one's come Korea? after Cheggers or us, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop. We'll um, stop when we're told to stop.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I predict
2: um, that um, Dave Benson Phillips will come after us like legally he will pursue yeah. us and see, get us a cease and desist so we can't <laughs> talk about him anymore and we can't start every podcast with a photo of his face that's a horrifying prediction um, I don't like that one yeah well I hope <laughs> that one doesn't come true but if it does i, at least I just it's realized content
0: this is the longest I think we've got in a podcast without even mentioning Dave right yeah that's, that's, that's the first it. I mean oh, we wow. did post well, about go, him Dave. before
1: we even started recording on Twitter so we may not have seen. Yeah, but that's
0: but. That's essentially white noise at this point this isn't this yeah. me no no it's just a <laughs> load of pixels that happen to look like dave yeah at least yeah. resemblance to dave
1: nothing uh oh, i don't know if i got to make a bold prediction um let's just go with a let's go with um the price of fuel and uh the energy bills are going to go up again oh Oh, my god all right you blame me for that that. you can i don't i don't want it to happen but there's one how much
0: worse can the world get really i'm gonna go for a a very (laughs) this was a slightly morbid one but (laughs) um a specific prediction june 8th 2022 3 or 2 p.m (laughs) queen elizabeth (laughs)
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: grows wings. Yes and goes and Yes, and, yes yeah. and and goes back to her home planet. Okay.
2: Mikey, if you're correct, you will probably be arrested. Yeah, there's a They'll good. Want to t- know how you knew?
0: I'm coming for you, Liz. <laughs> Watch it. Diana <laughs> don't for guess. life. I do no, know. Uh, and that's all i'm gonna say on that if that comes true i'm gonna i'm gonna feel very bad and just probably just delete all online presence i mean the queen a queen doesn't survive 2022 i think we're all agreed on that
1: generally right yeah. probably she's really yeah. old like there's nothing more to it than that she's Lesser. she's had one hell of a run that's for sure yeah yeah we'll just see.
2: let her enjoy her uh, celebrations this year and then can yeah. can we just can she just sit down for god's sake yeah.
0: queen please <laughs> take it easy all right love you you're getting on a bit just just Look, dealing no deals on repeat on Chalk 4. Go on, sit down. Yeah. i got some crushed cigarettes <laughs> and a purple quality strip she can have if she wants those. Peter, Peter, Ooh, Peter doesn't have a Starburst because he ate it. So that's gone. No, oh, sorry, Your God.
1: Majesty. That's gone, unfortunately. <sighs> Terrible. Wow. Well, what an episode. Thank you so much <sighs> for Jesus. listening, everybody. We've got a couple of things to run through
0: before we disappear. Uh, Mikey, there's some kind of store. Your gosh darn Right. Uh, if you head on to your web browser of choice and navigate on over to store.yogscast.com, you'll find a wonderful array of Yogscast greater universe-related goodies, including kind of a fun one at the minute. Um, they've got a TTT-themed Easter egg, which is very cute. Ooh, wow. However... If you delve a little dig, li- delve a little digger, <laughs> delve a little deeper, and go, then scroll all the way to the bottom of the list of creators, you'll find our little corner of the store featuring hoodie shirts, shirts mugs, and that's all. Uh, <laughs> some lovely designs on display uh, from ever I think um, like three different eras of idiots. One from early idiots, one from winding down idiots, and one from post I guess we'll call sure. it. So you, you can really own, own a piece of history with yeah. these, these designs. They're all wonderful. Highly recommend the mugs. I think they're beautiful. The, the podiat's Legends design is still a, a firm favourite. Favorite. Um, no discount code still. So keep an eye on the Yogs Twitter. to If you want to you know, maybe get some money off of free shipping or something like that, that's store.yogscast.com. Amazing.
1: Uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash vidiots official bit.ly forward slash vidiots official discord if you want to come hang out with like-minded podiots listeners go say hi twitch.tv also forward slash vidiots official we stream there very occasionally thank you again to everyone who came to our charity stream the other month it was a lot of fun raised a lot of money very very nice indeed uh, streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations if you donate three pounds or more you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and you join pod squad for that week's episode thank you so much to all of you who've done that for this week we're going to run through
0: them again right now Bobby Bobba booby baby baboo baby sir captain tom birdseye tommy the hank engine peter Hassel in the castle donak 07 pet shop man Can't shack it. The generous. Feed me Kanye. Bartek B. Wellington. LB and Mikey Street Fight. Raindrop Joy. David's cooking my son.
2: Also, Stephen Skodes. Freddie Webber is meat face. Pro trainer. Don Keydick. Vidiot is not a cult honest. Mr. Black. boo piss healthcare. (laughs) Stroke off Trent, who was very, very generous. Thing her butt hole. Thanks, Brexit, and cools are fifty-five quid a gram.
1: <laughs> the very generous Magnus did nothing wrong. Chegvin Chegnerson, Mr. Blobby becomes a bailiff, Hawkman 105, Squishy and Useless, Ben Please Marry Me. Mr. Macca, Ratthew Bastard, Just Keep Swimming Ash, Linear Dady Sean Combs, and Schindler's <laughs> Lisp. Thank you so much. That is your pod squad. For This week, once again, streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations three pounds or more to get a shout out. Uh, Peter, I don't suppose there was any stuff going out on videos four years ago this fortnight. be loads,
2: loads of stuff. Uh, so starting on March 30th, uh, we had The Sims 3 Prove It Part One, uh, where we played the game Skyrim Zoo Chapter 5 Necromancing Queen. <laughs> Memory cards, April the 2nd, Hannah Montana, Lego Star Wars, other stuff. Uh, Podiat's episode three, but with a pigeon. Taking on Takeshi's castle in Nippon Marathon's lobster mode. Um, Was that an ad? No, it wasn't. I think we just got given a code for it. Yeah. There's no hashtag ad on it. Uh, Post some tat number seven, the Montana Motherload
0: oh good that's a good one is that the one with the thumbnail of like just surrounded by yeah, yeah, just two stuff. faces in, in a cardboard yeah. box I think well, that exactly. a good one good.
2: Uh, worst games ever game selection the 5th of April 2018 I love those I've watched a few of those recently like they're genuinely really good videos it's just us spinning a bingo <laughs> wheel but they're they're really good So come my friend <laughs> prove it the sims 3 part 2 worst games ever naughty bear uh, in the spotlight a way out now 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 good game mm. Skyrim zoo chapter 6 the king of carrot flowers uh memory cards April 9th uh oh hang on I've overshot again it's so easy to do that uh I should have stopped on in the spotlight A way out forget Skyrim <sighs> zoo didn't happen it didn't That's happen. next time
0: Um. It didn't- bleeped by the men in black little bleeper device you know. well what
2: actually I mean. no I'm, I'm being a fool because it's April it's April 7th today so I do need to carry on until the 12th of April so <laughs> I will <laughs> carry on in the spotlight a way out Skyrim Zoo chapter 6 memory cards April 9th Spider-Man Mario Kart Wii and Postal 2 are on that episode nice. uh, Luomo di Milano the man from Milan Ooh, part wow. 1 betrayal that's the milan uh, three-parter that we did very Classic.
0: good I very vividly remember making a shit ton of spaghetti for that the night before yes. and then when I brought it in on the day it was just a big solid was a lot of <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't realize I don't well I didn't remember anyway that you made it the night before but I suppose that makes sense that like, you didn't just cook it in the office on the day <laughs> so yeah uh, post some tap number eight happy birthday tiny peter Aww. Aww, Aww. That's Nice. prove it to the sims part three live action challenge um, where Hat Films came in and did, uh, uh, well, it was, a, it was the only Prove It finale that was in two parts, actually. Yeah, oh, oh, so wow. will get content. to in a minute. So it was the Live Action Challenge, part one. Uh, then it was Man of Milan, part two, Redemption. I'll have to really watch those at some point because they're very good, yeah. too. Crash Team Racing Spinning Challenge, piece of cake, where Ben felt really ill spinning on a chair <laughs> and then had to eat cake at the end um prove it sims live action challenge part two uh where hat films come in and do some talking heads for us um and we're going up to yes there that's where yeah. we stop excellent nice.
0: that sounds like a pretty good week actually that one yeah.
2: yeah they're all good weeks all good
1: weeks. even the ones at the end where there was nothing all good weeks
2: <laughs> yeah top class content killer not filler
1: killer, no filler at all. all right mikey where can people find you on the internet
0: at parrotboy on twitter is the best place to keep up to date with my antics uh i stream on occasion at Par- uh just parrotboy on twitch no at i am still very erratic with my streaming schedule so best to follow me to keep up to date thank you nice peter
2: where are we uh hello i'm peter i'm at that peter austin on uh twitter and instagram and ben is confused uh, at confused underscore dude on just twitter mm-hmm. uh, but together we are making content over a triple jump that's youtube and twitch uh youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team trip, where we do all kinds of things we do live streams we do list content we do interesting shows silly things worst games ever rules bosses over there we've got two podcasts so uh go and have a look at all that if you want
1: absolutely and you do want that so go and do it full stop you do yeah finally why not leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice? Five stars, please. Five stars. Uh, it helps. Thank you. Something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Thank you so much for listening, all of you. Do we have a final question before we disappear off into the night? Mm. What,
0: um, what What? predictions do you have? Yeah, for I going to say oh, that. Yeah. Let's everyone get in on it. Yeah, even though we're nearly and halfway. if
2: one of them ever comes true, like send us a tweet and show, show us a screenshot of your comment.
1: Yeah. Kiss a kiss. <laughs> excellent thank you, well, thank you so much for listening everybody we'll see you in two weeks time look after yourselves bye bye
0: bye Bye.